And we're back. Special episode today. First guest since the rebirth of the initiative, Desire, a.k.a. Zaire, but respectfully, we refer to him by his stage name, Desire. Desire is an incredibly talented rapper from my hometown of Oak Park, Illinois. He spent a lot of time in his youth playing basketball in the state of Florida, but he has since moved here for reasons that we discuss in the podcast. He gave up basketball in pursuit of rapping, and I think it was only fitting because he's honestly the most talented lyricist I've ever heard without a question. I mean, this guy is just completely on the come up. He has big, huge rappers like Benny the Butcher and the likes in his DMs telling him he's talented, telling him they want to work with him. He also has big, big labels like Def Jam reaching out to him, huge rapper labels. Um, He's turned down many record deals in his life, blown up on SoundCloud. He's blowing up again on Spotify. I mean, the, the future for this guy is unprecedented. And the moment I met him, the moment I heard his music, I knew we had to be friends. And that was about two years ago, my senior year of high school right at the beginning of first semester. So yeah, we're coming up on two years of being friends and we're just blossoming together as creators and starting to work together. We're going to start working on a music video soon. But he dropped so many gems in this podcast and this is the first of many for us to come. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy this knowledge bomb, wisdom bomb of a podcast. You've been uh, hustling all day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely from from sunup from sun up to now what time do you get up in the morning uh it depends because i don't always get up in the morning at the same time but i like to get up early so like relatively before 7 30 most days if i can so like it varies from like 6 45 to sometimes five o'clock yeah. in the morning some days like sometimes sometimes it's eight o'clock in the morning on some days when i need more sleep yeah me too yeah and it just depends but I'm, I'm really usually up i'm always up before 10 yeah i'm always too, yeah. yeah i'm always like it's it's just kind of to a point now where I'm just habitually awake before 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And that's good. I like that at least because I'm, you know, I have like yeah. real bad sleep in general. So anytime that I can get some sleep and then still be up and productive around like those morning hours, that's good for me because I need that. I need that like early start to my day to get as much done as I'd like to. Yeah, with the way that I have my stuff planned out. Yeah, I just have to be up. Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah. that it's like you got to. You got to get enough time in your day to be as productive as you want to be. Well, right. Because there's like obligational stuff. You feel me? Like things that you have to take care of, you know, like life things that you literally have, like laundry. You feel me? Like stuff like there's like practical things like that. And then there's, you know, tasks that you're responsible for as as well as what it is that you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like at least in the way that my life is set up, that's that's a lot of how it goes. So I try to make enough. Like the reason I'm trying to I try to be up early in like earlier the better is because um i like to try to make as much time for the things that i'd like to do as possible because i know that i'm gonna spend a set amount of time on whatever it is that i have to do mm-hmm. so once that's finished it's really like that's the time that i have now yeah mm-hmm. it's because you're uh you're just a grinder mm-hmm. it's like wake up grind find some I, food in there right. it's like if, even if i sleep you know i mean i'm, I'm always eating now like now it's totally different like i'm always like anytime i'm sitting down is when i'm eating at this point yeah. like is how it's gotten yeah like <laughs> no seriously um like, i can't imagine 
a time like I like in recent in recent days where I just haven't like sat down with something in front of me to eat like while I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing while I'm sitting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like the grind is that serious. I'm that just hungry, man. Like I'm just hungry in life and hungry for success and hungry for food. And what? So success. What does that mean to you? Success. Um. Uh. Like I'd say, uh, achieving your goals and the goals that you set for yourself and being able to like do that with a plan that you set up for yourself that was that is what i would say like success is for me personally you know so um i think that success in general is something that 100 percent varies from person to person in a sense that like success means different things for people's different goals but i do think that success itself um is 100 percent obtaining and surpassing the goals that you have set for your your individualized whatever yeah i agree Mm -hmm. I agree. I made a video about that in like you I think you were in it. But uh the the idea was getting a bunch of people to to define success and then I kind of gave my own. And that's what I came to as well. Like it depends on each individual's goals cuz some people success looks like making a bunch of money, other people success looks like literally giving up the entire American ideal and going and being in service to other people right god damn and i mean it's good to think about success though too you know like it's good to think about those larger successes but i think that it's also to to our personal benefits to think about success that is right in front of you that way you can continuously achieve that for yourself because that that little sense of accomplishment is more motivating than anything realistically i'd imagine um when when you have something like success for me right now right is is getting my car you know what i'm saying like and when i did that i i've succeeded you know in getting my car and like once once that's done you know like success for me it'll be um performing in a thousand plus arena you know what i'm saying and and when i do something like that you feel me then that's i've succeeded and so it's like it's Mm -hmm. good because it gives you it gives you things to look back on for one um, and it also gives you like a reason to motivate yourself to move forward because it's like, OK, well, I've done this now. I know that I know that I, I can do this. What yeah. Other, what other things can I do? Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that's what quality success should be for in your personal life. Definitely. Definitely. I think I think when I think achieving something is what keeps people going i think when people like don't have a a short-term goal and a long-term goal they're just like looking at this big end and they don't have goals along the process to get to that end i don't think it lasts yeah because like having big goals is great but at the same time you know like depending on your starting point that's that could be like really um unmotivating you know like depending on how how distance you are or how distanced you are from achieving that goal that you have set like if it's you know um me me going platinum like on my next release you know what i'm saying it's like what have i done before that you feel me i mean like it could happen sure yeah you feel me but it's like you you want to you want to have perspective in in the sense that like have have i touched that many ears yet even have i like have i even been to that many states you know what i'm saying it's Mm -hmm. like you got a perspective you feel me like i i feel like um, I'm deserving of what I got, you know, right now. Like, that's very much how I feel about um, where I'm at and 
where I'm headed. You know, I mean, I, I feel like I got that, you know, and I have yeah. things that um, are moving in, in better directions. You know, like I have quality, uh, quality artists reaching out to me and trying to get spots with me now and all type of work and things of that nature. So, I mean, it's it's what I it's what I put in is what I feel like. Yeah, I totally receive. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I've recently kind of adopted a mindset where it's like, you know, no matter what's going on in your life, like you always have the choice to decide to move forward. Everything you want is at your fingertips, but also everything you don't have is kind of on you for the most part. Obviously, there's we're all born in different situations and right. we all have different points in life that we're at. But point is, if you just if you take ownership of what you do and don't have, I feel like there's always that's how you move forward really right because how else are you if you if you're blaming everything else even if you have the right to blame everything else <laughs> if you choose not to then you ultimately have the advantage to like right. take hold of what's around you and just and move forward on, yeah, yeah. No, and i feel like you're the ultimate example like when i think of people in my life who 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 have all, despite all things grown mm. i feel like you're the main Man, guy I think of, yeah. I appreciate that. Thanks, yeah. Jake. That's, so that's, that's love. And it's always like that's what I mean. That's why I wanted you on here. I want to share yeah. your perspective because this yeah. pod, you know, the initiative, the title of this podcast is like, it's all about like just the journey that people are on. I know my why is to like help people. That when I, I when I look at people, I see a story, mm. and I want to tell it. Like it's just in me. I want to tell it. I, for you I don't know how it works for you but you might look at something and be like alright I need to write a rap song about this Like for me like my why is the same across the board because it affects every area of my life right so my why is to be able to positively affect as many human beings as I can right and like have a positive impact and uh, a lasting impact on every individual that I get a, a chance to so that manifests itself in many ways like um yesterday i was talking to this dude that people were giving a hard time he was trying to get like some some change for whatever i think he was just trying to get food honestly um i had a conversation with him we talked because he was homeless and i told him about my struggles with a similar thing and ended up getting to do lunch you know um and i lost my train of thought to be honest but that's your why right like even it, just whether like to, it's to, to yeah. be yeah my why you feel me i mean it's just like it's as simple as that though you know i i, I feel like i mean he said thank you and he, he expressed gratitude in a major way and i mean that was just one one more thing about my day you feel me that moved me closer to my purpose is how i feel and same thing that goes for my music and i got a, a message i get messages from people sometimes that'll tell me that they're inspired by the things that i do that's part of my why you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. is to give people energy and like give people a positive energy that they can feed off of and then do things for themselves with yeah uh, that's it's just like anything like with my siblings like i have a lot of younger brothers you know so <clears throat> being that um the oldest boy, one one of seven, with with the five younger brothers. Um, yeah, being that I'm the oldest out of them, my my why with them is still the same. It's to be able to help them. You feel me? And help them grow in a positive manner as as much as I can. Yeah. So it's like that's what my why really is, and I was glad that I was able to narrow it down just because that made it a lot easier for me to move just kind of as a person and not think too much about it like what am i here for like you know a lot of the times i feel like that's the trap people fall into 
trying to figure out what they do as young people and like where to go after after high school after anything but after whatever even before or during um but for me that definitely is very grounding and gives me direction yeah totally i'm literally right here if you look that book right there is called find your why and i i've been on i've been on that journey i literally was on a phone call with a mentor of mine mr hostrauser you know him Mm-hmm. And he helped me find it literally today. So I'm kind of like ecstatic about it. But oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, just I think knowing because purpose is be- is a better long term play than passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like passion. I, I heard this quote. It was fire. It's like purpose will ground you for the long term. Like passion will make you cheat on your wife. Like, so <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. Right. It's like, Damn. you know, you f- can feel passionate about passions. this like candy for your brain that it's like really fast dopamine hit and really Mm. fast like loss of motivation afterwards so it's like wow kind of a bomb that's fire yeah that's not my quote but i know but whatever you found that that is fire yeah yeah i think it might have been uh ego is the enemy by ryan holiday man that book well that's that's a fire quote yeah that's a fire it might not even be his quote but like either way it's just in the atmosphere yeah i feel like i feel like that's the most nail on the head way Mm -hmm. to go yeah because i and i was talking to my friend the other day i was like if you don't have like if you don't have a wire like a a deeper purpose to like move with then every little thing that excites you is going to jerk you around it's going to have control over you like one day you might like skateboarding and then you get bored of it and then you're playing video games and then you get bored of that and then you're end up doing drugs and then that doesn't go away really you don't get you don't get bored of that yeah yeah yeah. so it's like but it's but when you have like a long-term thing to follow like you know purpose right that's why it's dope because like even you you do so many different things you do rap yeah you're a big brother you're a scholar you're um a forex yeah social justice so it's like yeah yeah and you but it's cool how you're you're applying that to everything you do that's how you know it's a real why it's not just right like, that's you know yeah. that's what I, that's what made me feel like it was a real why because i could i could put it everywhere mm-hmm. and and my purpose should be able to follow me anywhere i go and that's what i feel like a purpose is and a purpose does yeah is it's something that follows you everywhere you go and it's not something that's exclusive to anything you do i think it's more so it's exclusive to who you are mm-hmm. more than what you do that's what i feel yeah. like about purpose and how that works i agree yeah but it's who you are which leads to what you do you know right but it i I agree it's in that order um what uh you you wanted to talk about your social justice initiatives um i mean not specifically about those per Mm -hmm. se or like my own but just kind of like about the state of the country and like what's Mm -hmm. going on with that and like what's going on with people um for starters there's just a lot going on right Mm -hmm. i mean ever since i feel like george floyd just made things spark back up to the extent that they were but you know i mean these are issues that people have been speaking on forever they call it like uh, a new civil rights era that we're in but i really don't even feel like the first one ever ended i feel like people just got tired of being ignored Um, And I feel like people just got tired of feeling like they were doing work themselves because they weren't seeing the maybe um, 
outrage from young people that they might have been content with. I don't know what type of validity that holds, but I mean, that's just my idea. But I mean, what we do know 100 percent is that it's it, it went to like a wavering, quiet type of uh, die down in terms of like how how much attention was on the people that were talking about issues at least we know that they definitely didn't gear anything towards that and we could go like you know and go on instagram and find like dance videos and that was like you know what i'm saying a time and we had memes and things of that nature now you feel me you go on you go on instagram you go on your twitter feed you go on your facebook you will see something political at some point or you will see somebody in a suit speaking on something like it's unavoidable now you know what i'm saying just because their mistakes are unavoidable because we all have cell phones like you know what i'm saying and like the kids that grew up watching the injustices are adults now i feel like is the difference um other than now they're just kind of trying to find whatever they can do to i guess clear their names or make themselves sound free or better or innocent and however you know but that's there's there's a hundred percent injustice going on and and so many of them and uh so close to home and even far you know but right now i think i think we need something good to happen um or there's just like i just all i imagine is armageddon on like such a mass scale because people are tired and it's it's super apparent like people you feel me like with that last looting like that's bro people are tired they do that because they know that's the only thing that you, that people pay attention to you know what i'm saying they're like oh you're you're worried about looting but you're not going to talk about our issues you guys don't know why these people are gathering like why why are the police you know lined up trooped up outside of people speaking it's people speaking you know what i mean that's that's what the protests are they're not people doing anything to obstruct any any buildings they're not doing anything to disrupt any any physical structures or properties outside or cut off traffic or nothing like that it's just because people want to be heard because they're tired and i don't understand like what the people in power don't understand and it's so much like really i feel like it's not even that i feel like it's that they do understand and they're trying to find the cover-ups or find the loopholes as fast as possible because everything's in your face now and i don't i don't know what what needs to be done for people to do things like get people decent housing i don't know what needs to be done for there not to be food deserts in the west side you know what i'm saying like i don't know but i mean i feel like i think that the people the people together I mean, we just gotta, we just gotta take care of it. Like we just gotta handle it. You know, what I mean, we just gotta man it down, and and really work as a unit to string together our resources at this point. Just because it's very apparent um, who the government protects and what the government protects, and it's not, it has no interest in its people at all. Um, at least not the ones that are that are not in power. They have no interest in them, and it's it's been wild to see just wild to see and grow up in and experience yeah 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 well said it was just on my mind bro like that's just, just on my mind to say something about it yeah 
I mean, yeah, I don't think I have much to add, right, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I know that was a lot. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's How do you like, feel? That's just better. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just stuck inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good shit. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, that's just that was just like deep in my mind that like all all the time like i think about it every day you know what i'm saying i'm like how how do we just like press on without doing something about it like i feel like it's like i just knew the dude was homeless you know and needed food and got him food you feel me mm -hmm. like it's that it was it for me right for me right it was that simple like it was that simple mm -hmm. for me to just be oh, okay i have the resource it's not gonna hurt me to help this person okay i can help this person i'm gonna help this person mm -hmm. boom yeah. like why can't a multitude of people with like 30 times the resources I have just like do the same thing at 30, a much yeah. smaller scale. You boarded 30 times, you know, yeah. you know, like a hundred times over, really. Um, why, why can't you delegate some of, you know what I mean? Some of, and, and these people are, are, you know, asking, asking for equal treatment when these people are old, you know what I'm saying? Like realistically, these people are old, long overdue, old, some type of, some, some type of respect, you feel me? Uh, uh, a hundred, uh, a lot more respect. Um, these people are owed property that that their their people worked on. These people are owed like so much, you know. But they're they're just trying to bar them out of it, and it's wild. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean. I don't know who who we have to have run for office or what, but I don't even think that's like that's so rigged. Even like it's also rigged. Like just yeah, yeah. I don't even yeah. I just that's why I feel hard like, to wrap my head around. That's why I feel like we have so little control of it. The only thing we can do is like help ourselves and help other people. And right like but that only is so scalable you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's like but again back to like i feel like you've done a great job of that like yourself so it's just like what do you when when times are tough for you like what what do you have to tell yourself to get out of bed and and stuff you know? um when times are tough for me what do i have to say to me um firstly is like you got this that's definitely like one of those things that like I have to joke myself like you got this um and remember that you've come this far is another thing it's like remember that you've literally made it you've made it your whole life is <laughs> is another thing that that makes it pretty much like okay I could get I guess I can go the rest of the way like you know what I'm saying <laughs> like you've made it your whole life yeah you and have. you're you're a person who is like you know, I, the other day I just watched the you had you had this like twenty part story on Snapchat about basketball mm -hmm. and how you dedicated your whole life to basketball for up until like five or six years ago. Yeah, and like sophomore high school. Yeah, yeah. So what? How old are you now? Like twenty nineteen. Uh, uh, nineteen. My twentieth is in four months. Yeah, three months. Yeah. So yeah, and. Uh, your your hustle towards basketball and you were it was showing clips of you outside in the snow and i was like it it, it reminded me of like me trying to go for baseball and it's i just i it's funny because we both ended up being creative <laughs> and it, i just look at us and, and we're both like hitting our stride now professionally like yep. financially and stuff yep. 
and it's just like crazy how how <laughs> how mirrored our stories kind of are yeah you know yeah i can i can definitely see the parallels and what yeah. you mean yeah 100 percent. i mean i just i did that and i showed that just because i wanted to show people not so much that i played basketball i don't really care about that but it was more so like about the fact that when i'm passionate about something i'm dedicated to it and i just want y'all to see that like that's really what that was i just wanted you guys to see like how how much effort i and time that i really put into everything that i like care about and it's a lot for for whatever that is you know i mean i spend countless hours days and whatever else on whatever it is i'm passionate about so what do you say to like people who just make excuses all the time and don't and and they want something but they don't they don't want to put in 25 hours a day which is a book i'm reading now um is that it's simple right like um my my friend said this to me um pariah said this to me um on a phone call that we had we have like these these times where we some like we just sit down and just talk about whatever and he was just shedding some light on me he was like it's simple grab it not easy you know um he was saying that life is life is simple and not easy and i was like well what you mean he's like we want to be the greatest rappers of all time so we're gonna have to put in time in our craft uh reach out to people go to events i mean it's all very simple it's not easy but it's simple right same same thing applies like you want to be a doctor you know that you have to go through a certain amount of schooling to to get that education to get the certification to do your job it's yeah. simple that's not easy <laughs> Yeah, and I, dude, it's funny because I was just listening to a book where it's like the formula is very simple. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make it easy. It's just very cut and dry. Like, you know, and I, that's so like when it comes to people, I guess that make excuses. I mean, it's like, well, what do you want? I, I always ask them like, what do you want? And then they're like, they'll they'll have something that they'll say, and I'll be like, well, that's simple for you to get. You have to do X, Y, Z however that works out for you i mean yeah. you know how that's going to work out for you but simple you do those things <laughs> and that's how you're gonna yeah. gain what you want and the great greatness is a choice when you i mean that sounds so cliche but like it's a matter of choosing every every situation you're in like which what am i, am I doing a or b and which what's a what is situation a gonna do what's situation b gonna do and it, it's always because it, when you end up in a in a point of greatness it's only because of the choices you've made previously you know so it's like that's why it's a choice you know 100 percent, 100 percent. because i mean that's just what i what i've chosen for myself in mm -hmm. whatever it is that yeah. i've chosen that i didn't want to be um average i chose that i wanted to be at the top which is why i'd have to go above and beyond and do all of the stuff that i'd have to do for me to get the results i want is because i wanted to be great so at 100 percent is something you choose and you have to continuously choose like you said you know it's not something that you can choose one day <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I just think like if you look at the people who are the most successful it's like those are just the people who stuck around the longest you know yep like yep. you you pick one thing and you just like literally you just keep figuring it out just like just cut away at it just cut away at it and and be the greatest like 
so so I mean I, I hope people know this example by now but was Michael Jordan getting cut from his high school basketball team and then coming back to be the greatest hooper of all time you know I mean that's that's an example of of just continuously picking up the pieces on where you left off I know I read this quote the other day that was like um stopping stop stopping a um how to go it said quitting on your goals when you reach a setback is like um popping your other three tires when you get a flat and i was like mm, bro that's fire yeah i'll just i'm just glad that i was able to <laughs> pick it out but yeah um so, so, so quitting quitting on your goals when you reach a setback is like popping your other three tires when you get a flat and i, and I think about that a lot ever since i saw it just because it's like how many setbacks i was like so what if <laughs> i almost commented under the quote well, I, and i was like what if you blow both of your rears and because <laughs> that's that's how i feel what if the car um, explodes in your face <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like what if you blow both your then rears? then that goal's not for you yeah. it's time to fig- figure it out you know yeah, yeah, i mean because but, but that's that's like your for you it was basketball like mm-hmm. everything just kind of at at the same time you discovered rapping everything in your basketball world yeah, just okay. fell off a cliff, you know. Cur- yeah, completely. Yeah. You want to tell that story? I mean, so I, I feel like I tell the story a lot now, but I mean, what ended up happening, right? So I'm gonna tell it from the beginning of when I started that, uh, the path of I wanted to go be an NBA player. So, um, I I, I knew it like ten or eleven that that was what I wanted to do and I was going to go ahead and be the best point guard to come out of Illinois. And so like, that was what I worked on. Um, I just worked on my guard skills. I was like 12, 13 when I was playing with grown men at parks and rec centers and things of that nature. And it, it wasn't neat. like, they would beat me and sometimes I would win, but most of the time it wasn't that way, but I didn't care. I, I genuinely really just did not give a fuck. Like, I just kept playing because I wanted to be the best. And when it came to me playing with kids that were my own age, low-key, it was a massacre, and you could ask about me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, when I would play when I would play kids, my my brothers, you know, they were there to see. It was like, it was like night and day just because I, I really put that type of time in um, and that type of effort in. So the thing with, um, basketball that made it reach its ultimate end right was a sacrifice on my part I just sacrificed it um, altogether because I didn't see myself getting past a certain point and this point was this continuous wall um, of like what I called like the habitual C that eventually led to me no longer playing you mean like a grade you had, mm-hmm. you had a C in a class mm-hmm. okay. like the, a habitual C and I mean, that started that started um, in like middle school. But what would happen is, is my my father he would take me out um, whenever I'd get a C in a class until I brought it back up to you know an A or a B. Um, I wouldn't be able to play anymore. So, and that was when I moved in with him. I've been playing basketball before you know before I did that. I moved in with my, my father when I was about 10, 10 or 11 years old because that's when I started playing in leagues and stuff just because I had more access to more resources, living in a different environment and stuff. 
Um, but when I when I played with my mom, it was more so about if I was academically eligible, which I always was because I wanted to play the sport. It was never like I had D's or F's or anything like that. I just never was that student. But um, sometimes, sometimes I would have a C. And moving on into high school, um, from having to maintain such like strict grades uh, and get like A's and B's on my report card to play, because I did, you know what I'm saying, just because that was what I had to do. And it's a lot easier to manage when you're in middle school versus high school, I, I, I would imagine. Um, from me getting those grades, you know, I was placed in higher level classes and that, that require a lot, much, a lot more attention out of you and require a lot more time. Regardless of, I mean, for me, they it always just kind of took time because I was the person who did all of my work. Like I did, I wasn't like copy all this kid, cheat here, cheat there. You feel me? Like I, I, I did it. Like I did the shits. Like I sat down and looked over whatever and read it, and it it got to a point where you feel me. I started to try to find ways to slide here or there just to compensate, just so that I could play my sport. But I would always run into, like, in my chemistry class, I had a 77, and I I wasn't able to play uh, basketball anymore. And that was, like, that was the last time for me in my mind because I was, like, if coach says I can play, if my grades say I can play, but my pops just says I can't play, how am I ever going to get noticed by anyone for anything if um unless I just have, like, the craziest game ever? like off rip a couple times and then just don't get seen and people are like looking for me which didn't happen you feel me i mean that'd be not that'd be nice but that's not how it went down mm-hmm. um and i i was working my way i was definitely working my way toward that point um i was coming off of me fracturing my left ankle playing playing basketball somebody like had their foot on mine and i jumped and it just popped Ugh. i was playing on it the whole day too just didn't know no way no I, I rolled my one time when i was i was out there in the alley and i jumped up landed on my ankle like twisted when i landed and i kept playing because i wanted to be like a hero of the alley nah i didn't i didn't even want to be anything i just wanted to keep hooping and that's like that's my point though like i, I literally f- fractured my ankle right and kept playing basketball because i wanted to keep playing basketball like i feel like that you know that should also let you know but i was coming off of that I was playing well, and then I got a C in chemistry, which ultimately led to me not being able to go with my travel team to this tournament, to this big tournament. And I was like, well, this isn't going to do it for me, so I'm going to have to find something else. And I understood, like, the, the, um, I don't even, I understood, like, the grown folks' perceived issue of me being, like, the African-American male stereotype in, in the sense of like playing ball or like rapping and them knowing about my intellect and what I can do as a person with my brain. But none of those things suggested ever interested me. Like I never cared about STEM programs. I never cared about like history. Like I never gave, like I was good at English, but I never cared. You feel me? Like I never was interested in it from jump, so I just don't feel like I I saw myself doing anything around that. I wanted to use my wits to do something brilliant in in my own mind for the world. Um, all yeah. of those other things, all of those other things, they they sounded so mundane and sounded so like um, disgustingly boring to me. <laughs> like on on a real, like it just I, I mean, power to the people who choose it for real, power to them. But for me. 
and where I was, I was just like, hell no. Um, just can't have a regular job. Really. And yeah, I mean, I just didn't see that working for me. Like I was yeah. like, I, I, I can't see myself doing something like that. It just doesn't, I, it's, it's impossible for me to imagine it. It's literally yeah, impossible. I'm, yeah, I'm the same way. Um, yeah. And without that, that turning point when I was a sophomore in high school, um, which is when I started rapping, that turning point was then. And it was when I wasn't able to go to the tournament in Florida because um, my dad said I couldn't hoop because I had a seat. So, um, and it wasn't like I was offered any help or anything like that. I would, you know, stay after after school and miss practices or like miss minutes of practice to get extra help from whatever teacher from whatever class it was that I wasn't doing well in. Um, try to make up tests, all type of stuff, all type of stuff, you know. So, like. I was I was taking on a lot of responsibility too in in the sense that we were like in a new situation living wise so I had to take on more responsibility with my younger brothers making sure that they get themselves taken care of um and that in combination with trying to be a high school athlete trying to get an offer with trying to do very well in school is a lot um and yeah. it was a lot and ultimately just ended up not being what I chose for myself in the end. I chose something totally different because I felt like that suited me way better and it fit me a lot more too. And it felt more comfortable. Yeah, I feel like I, I can't imagine you not rapping and being an athlete. <laughs> I mean, you're just... You, I, the, I can't imagine you being ad, as good at anything that as you are at rap i mean the natural talent is just like insane that. not that you're like you can do a lot of things but like appreciate rapping it. is just like yeah not facts you know what i'm saying the shoe fit so what's what's your plan then like to become the greatest or the biggest you know what i'm saying or what what do you see in, as your future I mean, I see it as me opening for very large acts and my like that being like my my gateway to access to those people, which gives me gateway to access to certain types of connections. That's like one of the things that I see working in my favor because I I feel like I really could just snag an opening spot, you know, for for one of these upper level artists like I can I can find myself into an Isaiah Rashad concert, you feel me? Like I feel like I can find myself into a smino opener you feel me like i feel like i can i can go open for saba or something like that you know like that's that's something that's in my grasp and that's something that i feel like is right there and very obtainable which then just gives me access to being one of the acts in the show because i did well as the opener and they want me to come back because people enjoyed that like you know what i'm saying it yeah. just it just depends and i mean putting out quality work that that a lot of people spend you know, I mean, I got, I had Def Jam, you know, messaged me recently and, and contacted me recently, reaching out to, to, um, put in, put in work with me or put a deal over me or whatever it is that they're interested in. I don't know currently, but, um, they just wanted to have my contact and told me, um, that they listened to my music that I put out on DistroKid and wanted to know how old I was. So, I mean, I told them that and... Yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for my call back still. And there's there's also like rappers in your DMs, like big rappers. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't wanna. 
I don't want to say who it is. For, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we got we got Big Benny. You know, I've, I've, Big yeah. Benny the Butcher. I can confirm I've seen these DMs. <laughs> so they exist. Yeah. Benny the Butcher. Uh, Benny the Butcher has reached out to me, um, wanting me to do uh, a feature feature on a mixtape of his where he's featuring new artists and um, up and coming artists, and he told me that I could rap good. Uh, another another like bigger artist. He's got like 90k on IG. If you don't know who he is, he's Jag. That's what he goes by. He goes by Jag. He's J A G. And I hopped on one of his lives randomly where he was like letting his fans spit. And I went in and I just did Cyber Monday and just ripped it like right there, cause he let me he let me go. And he didn't know that I was like a fan of him before that. He thought I was just somebody that was just trying to get in. And you feel me? But I was like, yo. I'm gonna talk about this later and then i just went in and rapped real quick <laughs> and then i was just like so i'm a big fan of you what you do i've been following on ig for a minute um and then he was like dm me bro and i was just like damn dm me bro yeah so you're just like <laughs> like damn i mean but the thing that you have to realize is that these are people too like they're the human beings just the same and if you treat it like that and if you go about it like that things becomes that much easier for you i feel like in terms of meeting people and networking and just trying to make connections and establish those if you don't come like if you don't come to somebody like hey man so um i know that you do a lot of like we all know you feel me like that's the Mm -hmm. point of that's that's kind of like what happens when you when you blow up like everybody knows to be honest like you know if you like someone who's above you like accomplishment wise like to get their attention you have to give like you actually have to be able to provide them value like it's if you don't if you just want them to do you a favor like okay everybody does right everybody wants a favor from the guy who's already on so it's like right the only reason i'm sure the only reason he wants to work with you is because he thinks you'll make his project better it's not because he wants to help you you know i mean per se you you know i'm saying like he said i was talented you feel me and i i appreciated it and so i mean um that like just just those those types of things those are like some of the bigger bigger things that have taken place and i mean when when my name lands on on those places and my name is in people's faces again it's gonna be a a totally different thing and a totally different story the next time you know so i mean shit like i'm just kind of winging it right now in terms of plans but I mean, I plan out. I plan out releases. I plan out, you know, performances if I have the opportunity to. I plan out, you know, things like this, like what we're doing. But I never know where what's gonna land, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because I'll just be talking to my my Uber rides, like, "Yo, you like rap music?" and just go mm-hmm. crazy in the back seat and just be like, "Give me the hooks," and just turn them up. And mm-hmm. I mean, they say it's good, and some some people are like, "This should be on the radio," and I mean, like. I'm working on it, is what I said. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know if you like, a lot of artists are like independent now. Um, and there's like a huge incentive to be independent because, like, if you, like, a guy like Russ, like, he shows his numbers and he's making like hundreds of thousands a month just off streaming. That's not even tours. And then you hear about like what labels do to artists. Yeah. And put them in these like horrible contracts. And I'm just like, you know, I know some rappers who are like blown up on Spotify. Why would I don't know why these guys would sign, but like I don't know what you're really um, into. You know, I mean, I'm into being independent and staying there because I like doing my stuff and I like having creative control over everything. 
and um i just don't like not being able to do stuff when i feel like it <laughs> and yeah. that's that's like really one of the biggest things like when people that are on labels they have to do they have to wait on this or wait on this type of okay from their label they have to wait on this type of resource or whatever from there i'm not doing that like i'm just not doing that bro like my album's dropping when i say it is <laughs> you know um and i'm getting paid off of it first like yeah. you know what i'm, I'm getting the majority of the right. money i create <laughs> you know yeah so like that's that's really the biggest thing about me staying independent and that way it's so easy it's so much easier to stay independent and not work with all those people because it's a lot of paperwork <laughs> yeah i'm for real it's a lot Facts. less paperwork and a lot less math and a lot less shit that i don't feel like doing like <laughs> mm. realistically so yeah um and all my masters are to me because who else you know what i'm saying when you're independent you, yeah like, you need to own your well, i mean uh, my producer you feel me my, my producer me, me and him he, me and him are our homies you feel me like that's a solid dude i don't just work with people you mm-hmm. feel me I, I i work with you know what i'm saying like family you know like i work with human beings that are going to be around you know because you need those types of people and i like i want us both to get better you feel me like i want my raps to progress with his beats you feel me like because then people will really see it and when we're on we're just on because we've done that it's not like i'm trying to go find you know the hottest who who or what to make it happen i'm making it happen based off of what i got in front of me and that's been working so yeah i stick with i stick with that i mean it's just gonna be (laughs) me and henny on the beat splitting royalty checks like that's it facts i love it yeah yeah I mean, you, if you get a design guy, if you get a design guy, great. You pay the design guy. If you get a videographer, great. You pay the videographer, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But then it's me and his hen dog splitting royalty checks. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's just, it's a business, really. Like, I'm not even, I don't make any music at all, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. I love watching, like, independent artists talk about being independent, especially Russ, just because he's, I feel like he's the don of that space right now. Mm-hmm. Like, and just made the I smartest moves. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm no like, cap. it's I just like, I'm like, damn, if I was a rapper, I would do it just like that. Like, yeah, but I'm not. But yeah, you know, I mean, I only have I have personal bias against Russ just because of how he was with Nadesco on Complex News. That's um, your girl. I never forgot about it. Um, no, yeah. He, yeah. Shouts to shouts to Nadesco Alexis on Complex News. But um, one day. Yeah. A hundred percent. But yeah. Other than that, I think I think he's think he's pretty good. He's made music that's landed in my in my playlist before. Mm-hmm. Um, he's made music. He's made a couple songs that I just had on repeat before that weren't like his more famous ones, to be honest. Yeah. But um, yeah, Russ is Russ is dope. As long as he can like keep like Lemon Syndrome out of his decision making, and when he does stuff, I think that that he's qualities like i just don't know too much about him part as a person yeah. first like you know for and for me to really rock with artists i gotta kind of like see that you're a good human being yeah a decent human being because i mean like i don't i don't like when artists are problematic like you know when people are like can you separate the art from the artist when art um when artists are problematic i'm like not really yeah cause... because how are you like this is how i think about it right do you like somebody's music more than you disliking them shooting somebody like i mean you gotta really are you talking about tory lanes now i mean 
I didn't say names. You feel <laughs> me? I'm just saying like it's it's as simple as that. No, yeah, I, mean? I feel like, that. Yeah. Do you like is 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 the song that good? Like, is it that good? You feel me? To where to where you're having this internal conflict? Ah, yeah, he shot somebody, but play that mark. You like spin it. Um, nah, no, for me, no, no, yeah. right, right. For, for me, I mean, I like for I most don't play with a conscience, like yeah, I don't play you know? Chris Brown, Michael Jackson, and you can ask anybody, bro. I was one of the biggest Tory Lanez fans, knew so much about him, followed him before he blew up. For him to do this shit was the most disappointed probably ever out of like out of yeah. all the. I mean, no more disappointed than probably his family or something. Yeah, but I, I was, I was like, I was um probably like one of the most let down I, probably, I feel like it's, that yeah. shit i was just like because i was rooting for bro you know what i'm saying and and i thought that he was doing good things he had just dropped uh just got released from his label yeah he just won india yeah and then he was dropping great music to do some dumb shit and i was just like so this was in you like the whole time and that's really what hurt the most i guess was like how i felt so offended that i like that i, I like gave gave my time energy and attention to this like you feel me it was like damn just for you to be disappointing as fuck and when when talking about separating an artist from their art you can because it's their art and like that's the person to me the artist the art is the artist you know you know and I mean, maybe if they have like a, you feel me? Maybe if they separate themselves in terms of like an alias or whatever, when they're talking to people in the public eye or talking to people just separately as not their artist persona, they're still that human being at the end of the day. Um, and you can't, I can't imagine separating the two. So, like, when when artists are problematic, their art is too. And I'm not hearing like their songs anymore. I'm hearing everything that yeah, they've right. ever done. Like I like, no longer, yeah. I no longer hear. You feel me? Um, good sounding songs. I just keep hearing. Goddamn, this motherfucker did this, bro. I, it's funny because like the I I had one Michael Jackson song in my playlist, like "Rock with You." I think it's called. You know what I'm talking about? It's literally, the lyric is "I want to rock with you all night." And then now every time I hear that song, it's like. Is he talking about a kid? Like, then I can't shake that out of my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's sad because a lot of these, a lot of famous people are being exposed. And the other, the thing with like Tory, like, it was a, he did that at a time where like the whole world was saying protect our women. Like, we're all talking about sexual assault. Right. Women being at a physical disadvantage, like just genetically and, it's never been more like talked about to protect women. And then he like does that shoots a woman. I mean, I don't, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened, but that's kind of what's been coming out. So it's like, right. but yeah. Yeah. I mean, we need to protect our women in general. Yeah. Um, definitely like just in general, like way better. Um, if, if you peep your homie shit and it makes your home girl uncomfortable, you check your homie shit. Um, if you do something and you see that it make old girl uncomfortable, check your shit. Yeah, I mean, for like, real. it's like, uh, y'all shouldn't be comfortable enough to do that. Like, it should, it should, it should feel like very sickening. You know, like it should, it should feel very uncomfortable. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? If, if you ever, if you like, ever make a woman 
feel uncomfortable around you, you need to like do some deep soul searching. Like that should be the standard. That's what we should be pushing. Like, yeah. As you and I become more like, I know for me, my girlfriend talks about that kind of stuff all the time. Like how she'll go on a walk and six guys will drive past her and whistle at her, or give her a cat call. And I'm just like, that was never in my ethos of things to do. Like I didn't know. And, but it all, every time she goes on a walk right. One, the other day, she was like, I'm going to send you an emoji. Every time I get cat calls, she sent like three or four emojis in like a half hour. Yeah, I'm just like, bruh, ridiculous. I didn't know it was like that. That's, that's ridiculous. I know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and another thing is we need to be better about not just respecting who we're attracted to, um, mm-hmm. as men. I think that that's super big. Um, like and, and and respecting everyone and like valuing everyone, mm-hmm. um, and not just the ones that we're attracted to. Um, I think, um, in terms of men protecting women, I had another thing that was on my mind. I'm trying to think, it was like we need to just listen sometimes and and allow allow space. Uh, this is what I was thinking about is allowing space and using your male privilege to your advantage of another because it's probably one of the easiest ways that you can help the next person over is just by you being a man and having certain access to things uh, easier than per se maybe a woman would um, like you know that people will listen to your voice or something like that because you're a male uh, and you're of a certain stature and you look a certain way or appear a certain way to people so what you what you'll say may hold a certain type of weight in that room which it shouldn't be any different but because you are in a situation where you understand societally that that's what goes down i mean you should use your male privilege to provide that space for the next person over and i mean i feel like that's something that i always will try to do like my my way of being able to do that um is allowing uh female artists on my on my music whenever I find somebody that's good you know is because they're just at um an all-time disadvantage in terms of what they say having weight and like what they say really sticking with people especially you know I'm saying black women really is what I'm talking about is like when they say something everybody's very quiet you know what I'm saying and then it takes it takes like two white women and the government to say something for it to be noticed or recognized and i mean my thing my thing with the music is just being able to at least give them some some type of other space some type of other platform somewhere to say whatever and do whatever and just be free and have that yeah mhm cuz i know that like i know that um I'm desire and I'm a dude and people are like, Oh bro, you're fire. Like, so, uh, and if I'm like, and if I'm like, she's dope, she's going to blow the top off. They're just going to listen just because I said that. And it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid as hell. But it that's ha- how. like, it's sad that it has to be this like thing. We have to f- make sure we do, you know, like the, in the first place, like, or like if you do it, it's, it's out of the normal. All right to to just be respectful right you know? just to just to do that like you feel me like to me that's just making art you know what i'm yeah. saying but I, i'm aware enough to know 
that that's that's a bigger thing than me just making art like you know what i'm saying like i i know to me that that's just another thing to me it's just making a song but yeah. i know that like socially and i guess dynamic wise that i'm doing something yeah quote, quote different yeah i mean i i have the same kind of thing where it's like most of my friends end up being females all throughout middle school all throughout high school and i'm just like probably because of that whole like man box toxic masculinity thing i'm just like good without that you know what i'm yeah, saying I was just thinking about and then that. it's just like i don't even think that. about it it's just like oh the first person i hired at my company was a, a girl and i didn't even care like right she was my best friend for a while but it's like right didn't you don't, don't don't even think about it you know it's just like right and that's how i feel like and i feel like I, i've talked with my girlfriend about this too like hanging out with girls more just as friends like makes you a right. better man like because yeah. it brings out like you're not it's it's not manly to just be be super testosterone and all that like, right act the all cool all the time yeah it's like right it's better like you're, i feel like the most manly men i think about are like they have emotions they show it and it's like and makes them better businessmen it makes them better creators makes them more appealing to the masses and like that's what you and I want to be, right? It makes like, you more human. Yeah. You feel me? Because yeah. it makes you more relatable. Like, yeah. not everybody is a male. <laughs> Women outnumber men one to three. Are on, you serious? On the planet. Yes, sir. How? For every one, for every one male, there are three women. That's, that's crazy. Yes, sir. That's a statistic. You can look it up on Google. Um, I'll take make sure that's... Yeah. It might even cha- It might have changed by then to, to maybe more. But uh, women definitely outnumber men on the planet. Um so you gotta think about that even like what you're just you're just appealing to like one side and not every man um not every man that is a man uh appeals to the hyper masculine traits that you may be displaying i feel like we're kind of moving away from that as a society i think so i think so because like boys are wearing earrings and stuff you know and and doing whatever it is that they feel like in nail polish and you know i mean whatever makes you feel liberated I mean, none of that stuff has ever, like, appealed to me personally, but I totally respect whoever does, you know, whoever it does appeal to, and don't judge them any differently and would befriend them just the same. Like, that's, because they're all just people to be, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be about, like, color, sexuality, whatever, it should just be, like... About good people. Yeah, I mean, I always think, I work all the time, you do too, you know that, Mm -hmm. it's like, and I'm always thinking, like, who do I want to work with, who do I want to collab with, like... Cause that's how I kind of socialize at this point. And I'm the last thing I think about is anything except are you good or are you not? It's like, I don't, and that's what I feel like we should be judging based on. Like if we're going to judge, it should be about that. It should be about what you can do, right? who you are, not what you do in your spare time or like what you look like, you know? (laughs) Right. Like the, there's, those are so like, so trivial of things to care about. And it's like, that'll, make you more profitable at the end of the day like you're yeah. gonna make more money if the pe- person you hire is like the better candidate for the job like <laughs> you know obviously if they're gonna perform yeah. better you feel me who cares that they have like nipple piercings or whatever bro like who cares if they have like you feel me like uh, a hole in their face like yeah you know what i'm saying like people do whatever they want probably you know? probably cooler artists at that point probably just cooler they're probably just cooler people with more story for you like that's that's probably the only yeah. difference they probably just have more story for you yeah. and why wouldn't you that should be, be celebrated honestly right, why instead of like that? instead of like to 
this versus that mm-hmm. in in our world today, especially like it should just be like desire looks a certain way or desire looks a certain way. Cool, I love it. I want to hear about it. I come from a certain background. I want to tell you about it, and that's how we should be interacting. I feel like, not just like. And I mean, even before you get to that point of discussing those things, like that shouldn't even be like a focal point to you unless it becomes one. Like right. you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't even be like an area of focus, and unless it's brought upon. You feel me? I mean, it should yeah. just be about whatever type of good interaction you're trying to have with the person. Yeah. You're just trying to have the person or be around them. Facts. Facts. What, uh, do you want to end on that right there? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's solid. Where should, where should we find you? You guys can find me everywhere. You know what I mean? You can find me on Instagram at want the most, all spelled correctly. Um, want and then, yeah, the most. want the most because uh, I am desire. Um, but you can find me um, D- Desire on all platforms Capital D Apostrophe Z-A-I-R-E and You can find me on Spotify iTunes YouTube SoundCloud um, Musi TikTok Amazon I'm everywhere I mean I'm like I'm like literally Like on all platforms Like all of them I think So mm-hmm. if, if it has a search engine I, You can probably find my name Inside of it If you just spell it correctly I promise you So if you want to listen to me, give me a shout and uh, just message me or something and say hello. I'm I'm cool people, so I'm not going to be bogus about it. I'll just say hey, and I'll probably just say thank you, and I appreciate you listening. Um, thanks for bringing me to the podcast. I had a good time. Yeah, this is good. And uh, just no trying to get the interview before you big, big blow up. <laughs> then they'll come the find it. Yeah, it's it'll be a way. classic. All right, thank you. It's on the way.